This is episode number 670 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. No matter where you are in the world, I hope you are fit, well, happy, doing things that make you happy. Of course, as always, big shout out to our show sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. Hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com. Check out exactly what is going on over there, what you should be eating, what you could be eating, and for some of you, maybe what you will be eating. We have been speaking about it for the last few weeks. We had her on the show last week, Sunday show. Ladies Run Club, get hold of Stephanie. Start to Run, get hold of Rob. And yoga for all types is going down now on the first floor here at Inner Fight. So please give us a shout and we'll tell you what that is all about. Talking about diverse background, diverse sports, today's guest really is super diverse. From World Eco Challenge to, as I learned this morning when we were out for a run in the mist, running around in the mountains of the UAE, Ivana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marcus. <laughs> Mate, give us a little bit of background on your sort of athletic sports. What got you here? I oh, met God. you doing like a few weeks ago when you were doing a 100K run, but it didn't just start there. So give us a bit of background yeah. on, on how it all comes together. Well, it's a bit hard to um, speak about all my engagement <laughs> in sports. Um, I basically started from, you will laugh now, from basketball. <laughs> really? <laughs> when I was a teenager, I used to play basketball. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of like into team sports mostly, but then I discovered that I'm actually good at running. <laughs> How old were you when you discovered that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just doing different types of sports. Like I was yeah. literally jumping from one sport to another one. Uh, and I ended up being just like a like group class freak, <laughs> visiting group classes and stuff like that. Yeah. But then when I visited Dubai, um, that it was a game changer. I, I did my actually first race only when I moved to Dubai. It happened to be an obstacle course race. Yeah. And I started from obstacle course racing. Obviously, I love sports. I love fitness. And I love running. Yeah. So it happened that I did well in that race. Mm. And then I just started discovering different sports from then, like from running. What uh, made you go to that race? It was by accident. It, why is it always <laughs> an accident? Don't, it, it's well, either an accident, a bet, <laughs> I got drunk one night or something like that, no, right? Well, one of my clients, I used to work in a, um, one of the gyms here in Dubai, and he was like, I'm signing up for the race. You're doing it with me. I said, what's the race all about? He said, don't worry, you'll see. How long yeah. it is? Like. 13, 14, 15 kilometers. And at that time, I was running five kilometers, like wow. only just half an hour before the, the workout. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I got onto racing. Wow. Um, I didn't know anything about it, but I just wanted to push myself. That's, Tell us that's through, because there's a lot of people, and I think there's quite a lot of learning here. You signed up for the race. You're on the start line. What, what was going through your body and your mind? How are you feeling? Well... First of all, I have no clue what to expect. Right. And, you know, it's discovering. Yeah. The th you're running and you're discovering, oh, look at this, look at that. Like, oh, that's not, that wasn't that bad. I can go over this obstacle yeah. and you just keep going, keep going. And I think this adrenaline yeah. that you get really pushes you. And actually, at some point, one of the marshals told me, hey, you are um, fourth or third lady. And I said, really? Wow. Ah, okay. And then from that point, like, okay, but then maybe I can, you know, push a little bit more. Yeah. And, you know. Have you been, were you competitive as a kid in yes. school? Really? I was very competitive. Where do you think that came from? 
I don't know, a whole my family is completely out of sports. They're artistic, they're all painters, sculptors, uh, poets. <laughs> like sport is, is not the thing in my family. Really? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is super interesting, right? Because normally when I chat to people, it's like, yeah, when I was growing up, I found this or there's something. But for you, talk us through a little bit about growing up. Well, I was... I was a really active child. Like I right. was a naughty one. I w always wanted to be outside playing with the boys. I have only brothers and cousins, so right. I, I think I grew up with them. And um, I don't know. Like I, I loved all the sports, but my parents were not really keen to to get me into sports because yeah. you know I, why would you do sports? There's so many other things they can do. Let's do drama. Let's do this. Let's do that. And wow. I was yeah. And all my coaches was literally like, listen, she's really good. Like keep her she has really a good potential. But then yeah. my dad was like, no, she's going to pick it up. Wow. Yeah. So How did, do you remember like feeling happy or sad about that? Or I was very sad. Really? Yeah. As wow. I said, I, I, I was playing basketball and I was a teenager and uh, uh, we had two coaches in a, in a, that was coaching us. It was one girl and myself. We were yeah. kind of really good. Yeah. And one coach was pushing me and the other coach was pushing the other girl and that girl was playing for the national team. Right. And I didn't play anywhere because my parents were like, no, like, this is enough. You have to focus on other things. And I was wow. just like, okay, well then, I have to quit. Um, so, when you, so you stopped playing. Yep. Do you think that, and this is quite crazy, but do you think that a lot of your passion for sport is now fueled by yes. the fact that you were deprived? For sure, 100%. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I kept this inside of me for all this time. Like, I know I have this in myself. I know. like, literally. I can't believe we're like <laughs> six minutes in and it's like so deep already. <laughs> it's good. But it's, I, I think it's super important because I'm a massive believer that the things that we've done in our past and the behavior, it could be as a childhood, it, yeah. could, be, it could be in our 20s, is definitely is the key to unlocking our, our greatness and our, our potential when we're a little bit older. Absolutely. And so to hear this now, that probably explains why you just jump into everything. Yeah, because I'm so keen. I, I, I literally missed many, many years not doing sports. And I'm like, I want to do everything because I know I can. Yes. I'm sure I can do it. Because you could. Yeah, yeah exactly. And wow. I have the same energy as I, can, as I, as I had when I was a kid, like yeah. I feel it, like there is still the energy in me, like it's not yeah. and I want to No, I mean, I, I noticed that the first time I met you, as, as I said, we, uh, we're in Alcudra and Luke said to me, oh, I'm bringing one of my friends. I said, okay, no problem. And then, yeah, she's gonna run 100K with me. I said, okay, <laughs> no problem, like, I'm all good with it. And then, and then you, yeah, you just have this energy that's like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and ever, it's, mate, it's, it's incredible. So when did you sort of get back to sport then? At the age of 30. Wow. <laughs> I was, as I said, I was doing some classes. It's not that I, I wasn't doing anything. I yeah. love sports. Yeah, this is yeah. in my blood. Yeah. But competition, I never competed. Like, wow. I mean, I did some, play some basketball, but that wasn't, you know. Have you ever spoken to your parents about this? Yes. Really? They, they know about this. You know, my, my it's my father, actually, who was like, not letting me Hope do he doesn't sports. listen. <laughs> no, no, he's super cool about this. <laughs> is he good now? We, we, we sorted out issues. Really? Um, the thing is, he always knows that I'm good in it. And I was always like, Dad, listen, you ruined my dream. And, you know, wow. that was a joke. Yeah. And then when I got to Dubai and when I told him, listen, I'm winning all the races now. And he was like, I'm really sorry. You know? Wow. It really, must have been <laughs> tough for him, though. But he's my... 
number one number one fan like yeah. he loves all my races he supports me so much he, i even got him into running because no you know way. like let me try maybe it's not that bad maybe i can do it as well so yeah it's uh yeah it's interesting i imagine yeah he he probably looks at it now and goes yeah but he let me do what i want now like yeah. because okay she 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 still has this in herself you know yeah. let her do her dream have you ever asked him what he wanted you to be well I, I never asked him, but definitely he didn't want me to be uh, into sports because, you know, why, why would you do that? You're yeah. a woman, my man. Like, do something yeah. else. Yeah. So, but I was kind of a tomboy. Really? So, yeah, <laughs> it didn't work well. <laughs> it didn't work well. That's incredible. So, let's go back to that first obstacle race because that's kind of where we, where, where we turned off from. So, yeah. you're in it. You're in fourth place. You're loving it. Adrenaline. How did that race finish up? Well, I got third. It was late wow. into the race that I found out wow. that I'm, I'm fourth. But I was scared of heights. And still I am. So. <laughs> this is getting even better. And, you know, the obstacles were super high. Yeah. And I'm scared. I cannot go over the walls and stuff. I'm panicking. Yeah. But, you know, the drive to win yeah. just overcomes everything. Really? Just, I freaking can do it. Like, and I did it. So third place... <laughs> And obviously, one of the greatest things, I think one of the strengths and one of the weaknesses about obstacle course racing and about any race these days is no matter, you get finishers medal. Yep. So everyone is like a, an absolute champion. But yeah. you came third, you're on the podium. You must have gone home that night, the competitive nature you have, and you're thinking, mm, what can I do? Yeah, and that was the, the start, yeah. actually, of many races to come up. So. Did you sort of think, did you start Googling stuff and like, oh, yeah, I need to enter this race? And <laughs> like just go on an entering frenzy. Yeah, but, but there is something else be before that. Actually, before this race that I signed up, there was a um, staircase race. Um, and yeah. um, I don't know where was that. I forgot. Uh, Emirates Towers, yes. Right. I went with one of the colleagues from work. Yeah. And he was racing that time. And I just went to watch. And he was like, come and race with me. But I said, I didn't register. doesn't matter. Come race with me. It was literally just like that. In yeah. clothes, normal clothes, no, no sports clothes. And uh, my time was first. Um, just racing the stairs like that. But wow. I wasn't registered. Okay, right. I was like, hmm, well, that's not bad. Like, yeah. either competition sucks or I'm, I might be a bit <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> I might be quite good at this. Yeah. So, and that triggered also to accept to race in this obstacle course race that I didn't know what's all about. Really? Yeah. What's your, let, let's talk a little bit about obstacle course racing because obviously mm -hmm. for, for us as a, as, a, as a section of our brand, it's, it's, yes. it's huge. It's growing. It's really growing. Yep. What do you think it is that sort of attracts people to obstacle course racing? Well, in my case, well, it's like conquer conquering that fear of heights. Yeah. Because first time I did it, I was panicking. Second time I was panicking. Third time, oh, that's not bad, that bad. You convince your brain you can do it. Yeah. And it's, ch it's a challenge. Many, many people cannot do many of the obstacles. Right. But then they want to go again and try to do it again. Why can't they do some of the obstacles? Talk to us a little bit about what the obstacles well, look like. Some of the obstacles where basically you have obstacles that are divided into carrying things. So you yep. have to have strength. Yep. Then you have to be a good or a decent runner. So you have yeah. to get into the running. And you have like a skill, skill obstacles. So, so yeah. monkey bars, also upper body strength. But also there is a bit of athleticism. Yeah. For example, going over the wall. 
So if you have this in yourself and you know how to jump, you're yeah. going to go quickly. But yeah. some people are struggling, so there is a technique how, how to do it. Wow. So there are many elements, actually. It's quite funny. I, I remember a few of the first obstacle course races I did. Like People would literally get to the obstacle and then they'd just stop and go, yeah. uh, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, but for me, it wasn't never like that because being competitive, I just go. I don't think. Yeah. I just I have to go over this and, you know, I don't even know how I did it, but uh, I did it. <laughs> um, as you said, a, a massive chunk of these races is actually running. Yes, absolutely. And what, what distance did you, what was the first race distance-wise? Uh, it was 13K that wow. time. So it was, yeah. And how many obstacles will you have in 13K? I believe 20 or 30. I even wow. forgot something yeah. like that. But so it's a lot. So literally, you're running 500 meters, five to 800 meters, yep. then you do an obstacle. And the running yep. is normally on sand. Yes, correct. <laughs> but that's fun. I, I, I love, I mean, trail and off-road and stuff yeah. like that. But th there was a funny thing. There was an obstacle uh, rope climb. I never climbed a rope. I don't know even how to climb it. I didn't know the rules of the race. Yeah. I know that the marshal told me do burpees. And yeah. How many burpees? 30 burpees. Then I failed this obstacle because I didn't know technique how to climb the rope. Yeah. I did 30 burpees. And then I started climbing again. And I failed. I started doing burpees again. And I was like, no, 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 you don't need to. Just, you know, clear the obstacle oh, wow. and continue. And because like, the 30 burpees is the penalty yes, for... Yes, but for I have no clue. Like, okay, I'm doing what you're saying and I'm trying again, but... No way. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was embarrassing. I imagine your personality <laughs> as well. Like, fail an obstacle, yeah, yeah, yeah. you become obsessed with that obstacle for the next it was until that, you master it. Was it. That case. it was so that case. So how did you then start to train to get better at those obstacles? Well, I just started Googling what can I do to become better, how no to way. climb the rope. Okay, there is technique. I can do this. And it's just like, you know, That's teaching myself. Like, I really? want to do this. Yeah. So you <laughs> literally just spaced out here in Dubai and just started teaching yourself and then you yeah. go to races. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. But actually... Doing, by doing it, you're learning the best. Yeah. You know, just repeating it, and that's how you do it. We were chatting this morning. You've been into sort of all types of fitness. You've worked in, 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 in F45. You, yeah. you, know, you do climbing. You do everything. What's, if there was a favorite, if you said, okay, today's the last day of the universe. We're going to go and do this. <laughs> what would you do? What I would do? I would um, get on my bike. Yeah. Uh, and I would cycle and I would run just around the mountains. Really? And that's it, yeah. That's the... Yeah, I just love kind of cardio things, stuff yeah. endurance-wise, uh, and I love being in the nature. It's just, yeah. you know, outdoors, outdoors, outdoors. Super nice, huh? Yeah. Running-wise, obviously, as I said, we, I saw you a few weeks ago, you ran 100K. Ultras, have you done many ultras? Well, Marcus, I've never done a marathon. Really? Yeah. I'm incredible. <laughs> it makes it even more... Mind-blowing, right? Yeah. Uh, well, wow. I love running. I do not love road running, though. I yeah. can do road running. Yeah. But I just... It's the nature that inspires me to run. Like, yeah. I just feel happy there. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like that. Let's move on to something that people can actually now see. You're, you're like, super famous. They can <laughs> now see on Amazon, which, surprisingly, <laughs> we were talking about it before. Not surprisingly, but... One of the guys that we were running with this morning had been watching this show just last week. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's the World Eco Challenge, which yep. you, you were part of last year, basically. Yes, correct. 2019. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. What, what is it? How does it work? And then we'll move on to yep. sort of how it went. So basically, this is called the World's Toughest Race. Yeah. Race, And it was um, 
it's not organized, but um, Bear Grylls was the main person taking the lead in this race. I'm sure you know who Bear Grylls is. Love Bear. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I, it, me and Bear Grylls is a difficult one, right? Because when he first came out, and I think this is like every, everyone, it's like, yeah, Bear Grylls is crazy. Yeah. And then you just realize that, okay, so he's got TV cameras everywhere. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't blame him, mate. Like, He's, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's made a, a. I think he's helped a number of people. Absolutely. And, but he's become very commercial, right? Yeah, but you know, it became a job at some point, yes, right? Yes. So, Which is. Yeah. Anyway, so Bear Grylls is behind this. Amazon yes. is behind yes, this, which yes. already is way too many commercial moving parts. Yeah, for, absolutely. For, for my liking, but still carry on. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this is called an expedition race right. or adventure race, right. and it was in Fiji last year, September. Wow. And it was a multi-day race, 671 kilometers uh, in maximum of, t- of 10 days. And it was basically a 24-hour race. Uh, and wow. But it was supported, basically. Right. You have uh, five camps in those 671 kilometers. Right. And it was a team race. So right. four competitors and one team support crew were th- that waits for you in those checkpoints, right. five checkpoints that you actually camps, not checkpoints. Wow. That you, you have many checkpoints. Yeah. And it's comprised of different of different sports, uh, like mountain biking, trail running, hiking, climbing. Um, it's like everything that you love. Everything, everything. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's, it's literally like yeah. a dream event. It's super long, 671k. Yes. It's in a beautiful place, yeah. Fiji. I've not been, but I heard it's amazing. Beautiful. It's multidisciplined. Yeah. It's it's like your dream. It was my dream. Really? Yeah. It was literally my dream. So how do you how do you go about preparing for something like that what did you do to get ready well the thing is i was new to to some of the sports for example i'm i wasn't into water sports before and there's right. a lot of like paddling and you know there was a discipline called outrigger canoe yeah and it's very specific it's super and specific. you have to train for that but it's actually nice i actually love this now but yeah, i was new to many sports like even yeah. even climbing with the ropes i wasn't really into it but then you had to get you know, certification for all of these kind of things before going there because wow. they need to know that you know how to do things. Otherwise, you know, safety is the most important thing. Yeah, right. So basically... Especially when you're yep. filming for Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> One injured that person is <laughs> no yeah, show, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, it was a lot of water sports as in water rafting. Uh, so we had to do a lot of training in uh, Vadi Adventure. Yeah. So basically white water and um, uh, swift water actually and white water rafting. So I mean, that's, that's actually not super easy based in a place like Dubai to not prepare. Not at all, not at all. We really things, had mate. troubles, really. So basically we needed to have a certification of jungle navigation yeah. and jungle survival. So we had to travel to Nepal, to Nepal to get those certifications because in Dubai, you know, you're so limited. Wow. Even going to a lane, like literally I was working uh, split shifts and in between those split shifts, I would travel to a lane to do two hour um, just rafting because I needed these hours to collect these At hours. For what the adventure. Yeah, what the adventure in a lane. I fell off that once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt, we fell many times. Oh, I said, okay, right. I thought, because uh, when, when I fell out, all the boys were laughing at me and I'm like, I thought that was actually yeah, quite normal. Yeah, it, but it's different because, you know, when you do this, 
like just to, to like as a sport mm. someone else is steering someone else yeah. is you're just basically having fun there yeah, yeah. it's screaming screaming and doing having fun yeah but now we needed to know you know how to navigate in the boat like yeah. how to steer work as a team that was the the most challenging part so you were let, let's talk about that team aspect yes you're a team of four yes team of five actually right four competitors and four, one team and within support. that mm-hmm. team of let, let me get this right within that team of four mm-hmm. on the course at one time always had to be one female is that was that the rule at least yes at least yes but it could be more could be more so you took five people from here yes correct and any reserves no, uh, well, uh, that was our mistake because okay. we, we have started with, with four people, actually five, but we had so many changes in the team like right. to the point that 20 days before traveling, we were missing one person. Uh. So that was really wow. heartbreaking. We were yeah. like, we're not going to make it because we don't have a person because we were trying to qualify the teammates Right. in all those disciplines, but now we miss one person and we have to get all the qualification. This, is, this <laughs> thing is, is really huge, right? Because you're not only training, but yeah. like you said, you've got to go through all these certificates in, yes. in so many different sports. Exactly. So time-wise, financially, yeah. like it, it must have been incredible. It is. It was so challenging, but at the same time, you know, you are so excited about it. So you you literally live and dream eco challenge. It was really? nothing on my mind. It's just, you know, training, <laughs> eco, eco, eco. But you really? get into the zone and it's, it's just, you can't, you can't go back. You can't That's go it. back. And I guess uh, I don't, from UAE, this was a team from the UAE, yep. but it's not any way supported by sports council no. or not so at there's all. no funding from that. Whereas were the teams from other countries supported from their country? Well, Amazon had some rules, so we couldn't right. get... We could have sponsors. That's right. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you, you couldn't have any branded T-shirt or anything like that because right. they reserved all the rights for themselves. And if you would approach to someone to sponsor you, they could do that, but you couldn't promote them until the premiere. So right. only one year after. And who is interested to, to give you anything if you promote them in one year time? It doesn't you know? really work too well, does it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we had support from them as well. So we can't complain. So it's not, uh, yeah, it's yeah. But, but at the same time, you're still, you're giving a lot of time. and A lot of time, like a lot yeah. of time. Like. So was there, aside from collecting all of these various uh, certificates and, yep. and, and that being your training, did you put like, did you do team building stuff where you guys were like the five of you going yep. out in tough situations? Yes. Talk us through some of the stuff you did there because I, th- I always find that quite interesting. Well, we didn't actually have a lot of time to train as a team. We trained as a team yeah. every day, yeah. but we didn't have a lot of time to put ourselves into a situation where we're going to actually see what we are made of. You know, that was, yeah. But that was the most important thing. Correct. Yeah, because you never know how this person is going to react when it's hungry, when it's upset. You know, we try to, to meet our, you know, to get to know each other very well, but yeah. it's not the same. No, you know, not, it's at not, all. As, not at all. But even so, we, we did well as yeah. a team. Like, but it was, it was tough. You have to learn about the, that person in a moment. Like, I learned a lot about myself. Did you? A lot. And about themselves as well. Because I'm not really a teammate. You know, I'm not a team person. Really? Well, I am, but not as much as I want to be. I realized I could be more. Why? How did you... This, I love this. How did you realize that? <laughs> like, what happened? Well... The thing is, you always want to be first, right? Right. 
you always want to push yourself, but if someone is suffering, you feel empathy for this person that is suffering next yeah, to you. It's yeah, your teammate. Yeah. You want to, right? But at the same time, everything is itching because you know you can go a little bit further. That yeah, would have been hard for you. It was, it was hard, but yeah. you know, I hold my horses. Yeah. I did my, no one noticed that, but yeah. I know in my, in, inside of myself so how, how I how did felt. you deal with it? <laughs> Well, because that's I, the biggest thing yeah, for a team, is. right? You're, you're, I mean, what's the cliche? We're only as strong as the weakest link. Absolutely. No, no, I, I did my best. Yeah. I'm telling you, no one notices, probably my team, but I know that I have this drive that I have to go a little bit further forward. <laughs> did it, was this the first time that you'd really, maybe since childhood, since basketball, played yep. in a team? Yes. Wow. I guess so. Yeah. Hard, huh? And it's also, the thing is, we all have some strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And um, I know what my weaknesses are now. Yeah. And I was a weakest, weakest link at some point as well, even though no one would expect that, right? But then you have to really have an empathy. And when your teammate is struggling, you have yeah. to understand that. Yeah. Because in an hour or two, you're going to be struggling as well. So I learned that over the course yeah. But yeah. How can people get better at that? Like, what did you? Because you're obviously learning this on the go, as it yes. were, as it happened. How did you? Like, someone's listening and they're going, "I'm Ivana. I'm that person. I, I I'm yep. in a team, but my teammates suck, basically. <laughs> so how do you? How? But but I know I have to be in this team and I actually love my teammates. Yeah. So I want to pull them. They were forward. amazing. They're amazing. So. What did you do? How did you behave like maybe within yourself or towards them to, to sort of s to help that situation become better? Well, I've tried to slow down kind of all Breathe. of the times. No, <laughs> yeah. Basically, no, this is a team race. Yeah. In my mind, I sorted out things. We're not going to win. Right. And I accept that. How so, hard was that? Well, it was hard. Yeah. But... You know, this is what it is. This is a team. This is not you. Yeah. You know, you have to put team in front, not not yeah. yourself. Like, forget yeah. about yourself. And kind of having this in my mind that I'm not going to win, yeah. that I, I settle down a little bit. Yeah, and that was easy wow. for me. And then, you know, maybe I'm good at running, but maybe I'm not good at pedaling, and I yeah. have to accept my limit Yeah. and understand this person is my struggling now because this person doesn't know. Yeah. And sh this person is also learning as yeah. I'm learning as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot about self-awareness, right? Yeah, a lot. But I'm happy that I did it because, you know, I know what yeah. I need to improve. Yeah. And every one of us, you know, has a different story, I guess, of yeah. eco-challenge. Yeah. And we all know what do we need to improve. Yeah, so. exactly. So you weren't in training. How close were you, do you think you were able to get to the environment where the, the team yep. bonding is, was tested? Were you able to get close to that at all? Well, we would do uh, like a bit of a multi-sport, multi not really even multi-day. It was yeah. like more like an... It was actually basically um, kind of divided into chunks, the activities. Okay. We would do long distances. In Here the in the UAE? In UAE, yeah. yeah. It was summer, but we didn't have a choice. So, yeah. Yeah, the race is in like November, right? September. September. We left end of <laughs> November. So it was so full like on summer. Beautiful yeah. timing for. <laughs> so we were practicing, for example, a couple of hours of pedaling, let's say three, four hours of pedaling. Then we would drive somewhere else because it's not easy. Yeah. You have water here, then yeah. you have to go to the mountains. Yeah, yeah. 
And for example, we would go overnight somewhere, we would climb over the night, yeah. then for example, Rasel Hema yeah. was a good, good terrain to, yeah. to train. And then we do climbing in the morning and then we do kayak again in the morning and then mountain biking. It was short as well because we were all working. So wow. I can't take a day off because I'm going to take one month off for Fiji. Yeah. So, so it was really, really wow. hard. Wow. That's di how did you, and that <laughs> for some people that would really mentally sort of hurt them, right? Because yep. it, it's like, I'm training for a race. I know that I'm going to have to deal with sleep deprivation, yep. with jungle, with water, with, you know, all of this. But my training ground is literally, like you said, in the morning I'm at Kite Beach because yeah. there I can paddle. Yep. And then I have to get in a nice car where yeah. probably normally you're going to, you know, you're going to, oh, give me my Volvic and exactly. let's stop for Starbucks along yeah. the way and, and, and all. But so did it mentally play on your mind? Did you like think... You know, okay, well, I'm doing this training, but when I get there, I know it's going to yeah. be so different. You won't believe it how quickly you adjust in the race. Really? Like, it's so quick. That's like, cool. You know, first of all, you, you're not showering for many days. <laughs> Do you care about that? Not at all. Why Trust not? Me. Because, man, you're racing. Yeah. Why would you care about how you smell, right? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't give, I couldn't give a But, rat. you know, you... Well, there was one checkpoint where we slept in a school. It was just a school. It was just a village school yeah. where there is like a floor, uh, I mean, a small, very small school. Yeah. There was not a concrete even, like it, it was you're sleeping on the, on the, I don't know what, what type of floor is that, but it's just a, you know, very yeah. plain thing. Yeah. And uh, we were sleeping on the floor, you know, we didn't, just like that, you know, you don't care. You sleep on, on the middle of the road because, you know, you just need to crash somewhere for 15 minutes. Yeah. You don't care about Why anything. do you think you're able to do that? Why do you think you don't care about that stuff? Where's that I behavior come from? I, I don't know. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I was, you know, I caught myself coming back from the race. You know, you're, you're drinking from hydration pack. Yeah. You're, you're using these pills to, yes, to purify, purify the water. water it's yeah. disgusting, right? Yeah, yeah. But in the race, everything is, you don't feel any of these kind of things. You know, wow. you, and... Coming back here, running with the same hydration pack, like, oh, this is disgusting. How could really? I drink from this? You know, but when you come back into Germany, you don't really care about anything. So you weren't like when you came back, you weren't just like sleeping on the side of Shakespeare Road. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> you were quite happy. Let's stay. In, let's stay in the race a little bit. It's yep. it's 671 kilometers. Yeah. Talk us through a little bit how how it went and and maybe some of the experiences. Yeah. Well, we were a bit shocked, actually, because we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Like, we, we, are, we were newbies. There's so many things to think about equipment-wise and food-wise. Yeah. It's a big thing. Uh, and we started off with um, Outrigger Canoe, yeah. which was kind of our, our strong point because we, we got into that training. We trained a lot for right. Outrigger Canoe. And, but we didn't really prepare for 12 hours of pedaling. So that was literally straight 12 hours of pedaling on the ocean. Wow. Yeah. That was the, and then we were like, okay, now we know <laughs> what we are going to expect. Because 12 wow. hours, we didn't expect that, definitely. So what was the morale in the team like after that first 12 hours when it's totally unexpected? You, Everyone's like shell-shocked. Oh, it's we, like we, a we thunderstorm. Were yeah, we were shocked, actually. Like, you know, <laughs> but we, because, you know, First time also navigating. By the way, uh, all the course was with the compass and maps, so you don't use GPS. No, fancy. And it's, yeah. you know, 
for us, we, we have no clue, you know, how long it's going to take. We can calculate, but our calculation was never really <laughs> what, what we actually ended up, the hours we ended up doing, it was much longer than we expected. Wow. Um, so that was a bit tricky, to be honest with you. But from that first point, I decided, okay, I'm going to reset my mind. Now we did 12 hours, and it was 70 kilometers of pedaling. So if I put in my mind that every activity I do is going to be 12 hours, right. then it's not going to be that hard, right? Yeah, if I put it, it's going to be two hours, I'm going to be suffering for yeah. the next 10 hours. Nice. So I was like, okay. And I kind of tried to reshift my mind. Next one is going to be 12 hours. Yeah. And it happened to be that, yes, it was, it was 12 hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. But that's, this is what's quite cool about these kind of races. And it's, it's not just the Eco Challenge, but yep. it's like... We're so used to now, okay, where's the GPX file? Where am I going? Yes. Garmin says I'm running at six minutes exactly. a K or I'm paddling at whatever. Yep. And we start to calculate and we use those figures to motivate ourselves because we know that, okay, if I keep this pace, yep. it's all going to be over. In, even if it's going to be over in 15 hours, I know it's going to be over. But now that comfort is completely yep. Taken removed. Away. Yep. And the thing is, you never know what's next. Ah. So you come to a checkpoint and then there is a piece of equipment waiting for you. Ah, okay, now the section is stand the pedal. Okay, let's go. So you can't mentally, because that's what, I mean, we talk about it a lot, visualizing, okay, yep. next I'm going to, but there's none of that for you. You can predict, obviously, you're going onto the land, so you, you're not go you're going to be probably doing, I don't know, mountain biking or hiking. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes we were surprised. We would come to the shore and then... We thought it's going to be mountain biking or trekking. But yeah. then we have a stand-up paddle. After paddling, paddling again. I'm like, man, really? we were so I'm sick of paddling. paddling this <laughs> paddle. Done. This one of Friday But yes, activities were like tw 12 hours. So wow. Even stand-up paddle was 12 hours. So how did you go for, 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 for food? along the way and oh, how we, does that we work? had many mistakes with food <laughs> yeah because the thing is we didn't know when we're going to have the first checkpoint basically the the checkpoint where we have a camp and where our team support crew that is when we would have food proper meal he would yeah. cook for us right but we didn't know how long we have to you know how long is going to be third day four days so we didn't know what to bring Wow. food-wise, and it was very hard to bring any food to Fiji. Yeah. So literally any of the food that we were planning to bring, we couldn't because they, we couldn't get into the country, the food. Wow. Wow. So we ended up eating uh, peanut butter sandwiches and, you know, tra ones? trail mix. That was good, but, you know, we were so hungry, man. Like Really? Did the other teams have similar issues? Well, not really. They managed to get some food in Fiji. They were much more organized. But right. because we had so many other things to, to worry about, trust really? me, we were like, we're not going to make it to Fiji wow. because of the teammates pulling out all of the time. Yeah. So um, wow. the time we spent training and the time we spent, you know, organizing ourselves, yeah. we did, you know, pretty well, to be honest with you. I want to, you might not want to ans answer this question, but what was the most challenging moment for the team and what happened? Did anyone try and kill each other? Was well, it, did we, it get that bad? Because well, some of these situations, of course, they yes, get like, you watch yes. Survivor, yeah, 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 and yeah. I know they're all TV shows, but this is a TV show as well. Did, was there one time yeah, where we, we had literally... Some, we had some situation, but we sorted that out, you know, like really? it was a bit of a silence in between the, the team members, Yeah. but it, you know, we admitted to ourselves, like, listen, you're hungry, I'm hungry, I'm nervous, I want this, you want that. 
you know, we all have different opinions. And especially when you are so sleep deprived, yeah. you can't think clearly. No. But it was all good. Like, we, we, we sorted it out. And what was, okay, so you don't want to give me the juice on that. That's fine. <laughs> what was like, <laughs> you answered that really well. What was like the most amazing moment of being part of that team? What was the most amazing moment? Well, only after the race, yeah. we kind of realized that, you know, we did great yeah. as a team because many teams actually fell apart even during the race. I think even before the race, right? Even, even some of the team would split, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I'm really glad I did with these guys. Yeah. Like, really, I, I was happy. And it's a special kind of part in my heart. Of course. Because, you know, you did something amazing with yeah. some people. Did you, that's what I didn't ask earlier. How did you get involved with, with the people? Did you know them before? No. Really? Well, I knew the team captain, Emma. Okay. Uh, she was coming to uh, the studio where I was working. Yeah. And I kind of, we knew each other through Instagram. Yeah. And then she just asked me one day, would you be interested to do, to, uh, do this race? I need an answer, like, tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> and I... I was absolutely astonished. Yes, it, I know it's going to be challenging, but I kind of was at a point in my life where I need something to challenge me because I was a little bit bored with OCR. Yeah. Like, I need more. Yeah. Like, I want more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you just said yes straight yeah, away. I said yes. Yep. And then we had two or three more people on the team, but then they pulled out early in the race. Wow. The third team member, we met him while we were pedaling. So he was just, you know, doing training. So he's just like floating around Virgil Arab having a nice uh, no, morning. No, actually he came to, <laughs> he, he's a dragon boat um, okay. um, guy and he's really, really strong. But he came one day to do the outrigger canoe and he right. heard there are two girls that are doing the race. And I was like, he asked us, uh, is there any space I would like to do the race? I said, sorry, mate, like we're full. Like. Yeah. And literally next week, one team member pulled out, okay. Ali, no you're way. on. <laughs> wow. And are you, still, are you still in touch with the guys? Yes, 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 yes. You're still in, in touch. Actually, after the race, we didn't... We kind of had a break. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is very normal. Yeah, but it, it's a normal thing. But then when the premiere was live, yeah. well, we kind of like... It was very emotional for yes, all of I us. Reckon, really, yeah. really, 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 really. So, yeah. And then we applied for the um, second edition of the race in wow. Patagonia. Wow. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but which yeah. was supposed to be this year, right? I think it's going to be yeah, 20... But, but it's going to get pushed yeah, to yeah, 2020. We don't know yet the details. I assume it's going to be November next year. So do you think... I mean, it, it's, if you're still in touch and everything's good, yep. what you learned there, the experience you went through, Absolutely. the reflection you've had, that those four or five people, you'd be ready to go and do something like that again. Yeah, we actually had to have a, an honest chat with each other. Like, okay, let's Did sit you? and let's talk about... Because you need to clear things out. Otherwise, you know, you can't continue. Was it tough? Well, it was. <laughs> yes, I love the confrontation. But, you know, you need, you need to have <coughs> these type of conversations. Otherwise, yeah. um, you know, it's not going to work, right? What's so, the one single biggest takeaway? Take away. What's the biggest thing that you sort of, when you look, when you think Eco Challenge, what do you think? Well, the most important thing is the ability to adapt. Really? Yeah. Just everything is going to go wrong. <laughs> and just, <laughs> and it's true. You never know what's going to yeah, happen, yeah, but yeah, your yeah. ability to adapt and, you know, not overreact, just yeah. calm down. First, yeah. calm down. Okay, yeah. let's discuss this as a team. 
because it's not you. Yeah. It is a team. It's a team. And let's, let's see how we can adapt to do this. But people don't do that in these situations. People just yeah. go crazy. Yeah. And it's true. But if you do an endurance sports, you know you, you need to. Yeah. Yeah. You need to freaking adapt. Otherwise, you're gone. Are you, do you guys still train together? Do you go for paddling sessions? Um, do you? We tried, but it's a bit hard because yeah. everyone has a different lifestyle. This kind of became my lifestyle. Seems um, that way, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, just, I just love it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, adventure race is not a thing that you kind of, okay, I'm going to take three months, I'm going to prepare myself for this. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Right. No, you have to be constantly training for this because yeah. this is a lifestyle. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, what can you do? Are there other challenges out there that you look at and you're like, let's do that? Or well, I picked up many sports, obviously, yeah. after Eco Challenge. And I really started enjoying biking, mountain biking. So I'm think <laughs> I'm planning to do some. Just as so long as it's not with Pete. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. <laughs> he's too old to figure out how podcasts work, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, definitely with Pete. Yes, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he actually gives gave 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 me inspiration to do some races because yeah. he's you know he's really big into mountain biking. Yeah. And I might sign up for a race in Morocco. It's um, a multi-day single-stage um, race. It's uh, six, seven days, one thousand something kilometers, and twenty-three thousand of climbing. It's, uh, mountain biking. Mountain biking. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I think I'm gonna do that in February. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's my next thing. How's the? Uh, how does it sit with you? Uh, <laughs> on the over COVID chat, but how does it sit with you the fact that a lot of these challenges, like we said with Eco Challenge, Patagonia is getting yep. pushed. It's when we race, we're looking forward to those races. Absolutely. So how is it sitting with you now? Does it affect your motivation? To or be honest, not at all. Awesome. I thought it's going to affect. Yeah. But I found out I can I can have my own challenges. You Which? Know. How do you do that? Then? How do you do that? Yeah. Like, like let's say for example, uh, <laughs> for example, Luke st- tells you on Tuesday that he's doing 100k, and yeah. on Wednesday he tells you you probably do 50 with him. On Thursday, you confirm if it's, if you're doing this, and he tells you on Thursday we're doing hundred. So, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, but it, it's just challenging yourself. Yeah. It's you know you don't need you don't need other people to to push you. Yeah. You know. You just, just find your own motivation. Amazing, Ivana. Really, really valuable. <laughs> super cool. I, I love the way you talk, talk about everything. And Thank you. Honestly, congratulations for for what you've done so far. I feel that maybe this is. It's pretty much the start. Yeah, of course. We're not, we're not, we, didn't, we didn't really get warmed up yet, right? No, no, no. no. I think there's a lot to come <laughs> and I think there's, yeah. Absolutely, always more to come. I th- yeah, I think, especially I'm going to listen to this to this show and what we've spoken about and try and figure <laughs> a few things out because I think, I think there's a lot. And I, I think something that, that's amazing is you understand why you do what you do. Yep. You like to be active. You like to be out in nature. And when you like those things, there's, yeah. I mean, there's no limit, right? Absolutely. There's absolutely. No no, n- there's never a limit. Right. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. We'll keep tracking your journey and yeah. maybe the next, maybe Morocco. Yeah. You should do it as well. Yeah. Why not? Uh, oh, you can run. I fall off <laughs> mountain bikes. Well, I broke my finger two weeks ago, so (laughs) it's all part of the journey. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time. Likewise. I wish you all the best. Thanks a lot. Thank you.